Welcome to the Beyond Green 365 podcast. This podcast educates homeowners on how to make healthier choices when updating, remodeling, or building a new home. Step Beyond Green to Healthy supports, advocates, and educates for healthier indoor environments. We make every effort to offer healthier options and learning opportunities. However, our assistance is not specific medical advice for any one person and or medical condition. For specific medical advice, please contact your physician. The content provided by Step Beyond Green to Healthy is for your information only. Any application of this information is your responsibility entirely. Here is your host, Jonathan Sinovic. Hey everybody, today we're going to talk with Dave Kelly of Dimension Design Build Remodel. He's a local general contractor who builds homes and also remodels and does additions in the Milwaukee area. Dave's career actually started 30 years ago when he graduated UW-Milwaukee with an architecture degree. But instead of actually practicing architecture, he put himself into the project management role in commercial projects. And then 14 years ago, he decided to start Dimension because he felt like he needed to be more connected to his clients, more part of the process, and really wanted to really help people through things that are difficult. Five years ago, he landed in my office here, and I started chatting with him about Step Beyond Green. And at that point, he's like, this is it. I, this, is, this is what I've been waiting for, is some way to connect my passion for helping people with changing their environments. He's married with a couple of kids. He lives in Brookfield right now. And he's actually a board member of Step Beyond Green because he felt so compelled to help uh, Step Beyond Green grow that he joined the board. He's also a board member of the local NARI chapter, and that's important because NARI is the remodeling, chap- the remodeling group that's national but has local chapters. So he's trying to meld his knowledge in both the standard construction industry with what he's learning in Step Beyond Green. Today's discussion is all about remodeling healthy. Why not? Why do we talk so much about building healthy homes and what are we afraid of? What is holding us back from remodeling our current home or buying a home to remodel? With that, let's learn all about that topic. Well, this particular topic is really fascinating to me. Uh, I can't wait to dive into it here because I think we spend, I think, a lot of time saying, well, the only way to get something right is to do it from scratch. And so when we talk, actually within Stepping on Green, we talk about building healthy homes, building healthy homes, building healthy homes, and it's just been driven, I think, even in my own mindset, they go, well, we just got to build, right? And in talking with you over the years, it's a real struggle sometimes to build. Um, So I love the topic today about remodeling. Um, and And why do you think we immediately jump, Dave, to building versus remodeling as far as healthy goes? Well, I think that, you know, we just uh, assume if we can just make everything new from scratch, we can control everything and everything will be just perfect the way we want it. So, for example, you know, well, I think with building new homes, if we could build them in a bubble, if we could figure out how to create this giant bubble where it could get be protected from all the, the, the rain and everything and, you know, building in a perfect world, then, yeah, I would say then <clears throat> absolutely building new homes, you know, kind of slam dunk way to go. But, you know, what it, it's, it isn't. It's, it's hard. And, you know, we can control a lot of things, but we can't control everything in life, just period. But 
And Mother Nature is one of those that we can't control. And when we get, you know, with people with mold sensitivities, I think that is, to me, the most challenging thing to build for. And because mold is everywhere. And, you know, there's there's very, you know, molds that are common everyday molds. It doesn't necessarily mean it's a bad thing. It's just they're everywhere. But I think that you know, when, when we're building it out outside the elements that it just, it, that makes it very hard for that to control. VOCs, I think are a lot easier to control. Uh, EMFs, you know, that, that part I, I think is not, I'm not saying it's easy, but it's easier just because we have the knowledge to do so. But mold is one of those that, that can develop quickly and rapidly and it could be on any, any surface. And that's why it's, it's very challenging. So, I think when you have existing homes, um, you know some of, some of our older stock homes. I think are 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 easier to remodel and get to a, an end result that you know a customer wants than necessarily build a new one. It's just there's more things that we can control, and so I I think. But as I always say, every customer is different. It's not a one size fits all approach. So that's why understanding the customer and what what they're the problem that they're trying to solve or what they're trying to do is just really important from the first step in order to create the appropriate game plan yeah i think you're just uh, you talked about mother nature and building in a bubble and i was immediately reminded of a movie back in i think the 90s called biodome it was like you know they built this like city inside of a dome right and this was this is all about lo- Living inside of a dome. I like and, I saw that one. Yeah, and uh, and it just yeah, we don't have that technology. We don't have that ability to control that environment. So, and I think also when you said that, it made me think about some of the books that I've read about um, healthy practices within homes, and the homes that have been built are generally actually in more stable climates, things that areas that are yeah. drier, maybe down you know down south or out on, on the west coast where we don't have that that scenario where it's going to be 40 degrees in the morning and rainy and then 80 degrees with high humidity and then back to 30 degrees. Oh, you mean like we had this week? (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and so I think you got to keep that in mind when you're reading things online, when you're, when you're doing your your research about healthy as a consumer, understand that location and building science is critical. And we don't really have a ton of good, I guess long-term building science in the Midwest because we're still trying, every time we've tried to put something in motion in the Midwest, we're, we spend a couple of years and realize, well, if we do that, then it kind of leads to another set of problems. So I think when we think about building in the Midwest, especially, it's a lot trickier than some other part of the country. But when we talk about remodeling, um, I think I think people jump to building because they've they've tried things. You know, I'm in my current yep. house. I got a sensitivity or I don't know or I have allergies all the time. And, we, and we've contributed just like throwing a dart at the dartboard, right? Well, it must be my HVAC or it must be the basement humidity. Or, and it hasn't really solved the problem, right? No, it hasn't. And, I, you know, I, and we, we, have, we have a number of people that have recently call with, you know, chemical sensitivities, mold al- uh, allergies, and, you know, they always talk about building a new home. And quite honestly... I think sometimes it would be easier to remodel an existing home. And I don't mean a necessarily a home from the 80s or 90s uh, or even 70s. I think if you go back to some older stock home, 50s, 60s, I mean, 
we built there and there's a lot of reasons and, and I don't necessarily want to get into all of them, but I mean, we used a lot more natural materials then. And I mean, we built homes really well. So I think sometimes, and, and it, that eliminates some of the challenges of building new because it's already built. We already have a, a, a weather tight structure. And it, I think there's less risk to me involved with that if we're truly trying to build something for someone that has some real high sensitivities, uh, as long as they can find a home that at least that, you know, they can ultimately, you know, it doesn't have any severe problems. I mean, a lot of homes have, have severe mold problems and whatnot, but I think that they can find one and you can do that through testing. And, you know, we have a number of people that, that can test these homes at least so you can understand where the baseline is. And if the baseline's good, you can go ahead and we can remodel that with using our healthier building practices and oftentimes get a, a great result. Um, and with, I think, I think that's far easier to do. It shortens the time frame, uh, the process to, to do it. And I just think there's a lot less risk. And I wish that more people that had severe, you know, sensitivities of mold and, and VOCs, I think, I think they should consider looking at that. Now, why they don't, I don't know. Maybe it's because every other home they've been in or recently they just, they've had problems with it. And then they, they feel like, oh, I just, I got to go build a new home. And that's, that isn't necessarily the solution. It, it may be, but I think, again, everybody's different and we need to really understand, you know, what, what are, what are, what, what are you guys trying to do? What are you trying to solve in order to make sure that it's the right fit for that person? Yeah, I think obviously if, if the location that you're in or the location you're going to buy is not conducive to a healthy environment, that's, that's going to dictate yeah, you, you right. know, potentially either, you know, building out, um, in some place it is, but if you consider what David's talking about, if you if, if if the ideal is to build right, and that's what you've come to this conclusion in, I know some of the factors that come into well, it, I've been searching through houses and I get sick in them. But think about like what Dave said about testing. So if one of the things that we can't do in new home construction is test it before we start, nope. It's impossible. <laughs> right. I mean, you'd be swabbing the air in some field uh, right. at some, some point. I mean, nope. we can test the soil. We could test for EM, EMFs in the area. But what we can't test is 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 the house because it's not there. So if you think about how to diagnose a problem, if I can test it first and figure out what's in the air, if I can test the water, if I can test for EMS, if I can test this existing structure, I can develop a game plan, right? Yeah, Absolutely. And I think I think that's critical. Also, we talk about structure based things that we can't do nowadays. A lot of the older growth lumber has, you know, we, it's harder to get that now. Um, it's not as strong. We're dealing with chemical infused. We're dealing with waterlogged lumber that's that's coming to site, or you know, and we're dealing with the aftermath of that. Well, we don't have that problems with older construction, right? No. Um, the floor says I apply plywood. Boy, plywood is just applied. Everywhere in the process, there are a couple alternatives on the market. But at the end of the day, the old homes had the one-by-floor uh, slat boards. The walls had the one-by on it. Yeah, solid lumber and, you know, plaster. And, I mean, that that's all, that all is good news for people that, you know, are trying to build or want to live in a healthier home for sure. Yeah, we heard it in an earlier broadcast about plaster not being able to hold mold or grow mold. I mean, so if you start thinking about the places, yes, 
it seems scarier taking some uh, taking old drama. I think that's the, that's the word that I think I hear a lot. But, well, I've just had not good experiences, Dave, and I just don't I don't I don't feel like I should be in you know going into something that I have to take on. But if you're going to build and you get down to studs, quite honestly, if you buy a house that you're going to take to studs, you just talked about cost, right? Yeah, and you may I mean you may not have to take it down to studs. It's true. I mean you know again every every situation is going to be different. Um, you know it. it it, it 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 really again it's not it, there is no silver bullet that just is going to solve every problem um but i just i wish more people would uh and, and maybe it's part of our our job to maybe educate them when we get those calls hey you know again maybe maybe we, we, we let's consider all factors here cuz ultimately we want to we want to create environments that these people can you know live in and and feel good good and you know, live, live prosperous lives. But it's, uh, again, it, building a new home is, it's, it's, it's definitely challenging. And, uh, you know, again, you know, I, I, one of the, one of the things that, you know, in a perfect world, we can control, you know, where the lumber comes from the, the point it's sawed down from the tree till it hits, hits the sawmill and gets sawed into two by fours. And then, Gets sent to the lumber yard where, you know, in a perfect world, it's sitting, you know, sitting in a, a closed environment and then puts on a truck. And the truck is certainly covered in a bubble, right? Because, you know, driving it to the job site, it could rain. And then once it gets to the job site, then you got to cover it till you build the structure. There's just, there's so many things that can go, you know, a little wonky that, you know, when you get to mold sensitive people, it, it just, and I'm not trying to scare people. I'm just trying to paint a real picture. I'm not saying there's things that we can't do to help um, minimize, the, you know, those sorts of things or things we can do as preventative measures. But ultimately, it's it's uh, it definitely is a process. So if I could convince more people, you know, to maybe remodel as opposed to build new, because we do both. There's there's a lot, not a lot of people out, a lot of GCs out there that do both, but we do. So... I think it's it's definitely my my point being you really have to weigh all options and all factors to come up with the best solution uh, for every individual person and you know we do that as a team you know you and I sit there as as the builder and and the designer and the representative stepping on green to healthy and you know we sit down with people and work through all that yeah when we talk about testing on the healthy home new build, we talk about doing it at the end of the build process or maybe during the build process. So if you're considering build, building a healthy home, have you ever considered having your current home actually tested? Can we? Can you just talk about, you, you've actually have extensive knowledge on the testing process and there's some things that I think you could, if you're gonna get your house tested, right? I think it's easy right now. I think Amazon actually, I'm gonna throw that name out there, has an indoor air monitoring cube now where you can test for VOCs and CO2 and different things. However, that's that's a very high level. It's it's not going to actually diagnose particular particulates or what kind of mold it is or even if it has mold. In fact, I don't think it tests for mold. Um, so as a starting factor, I think everybody wants to know, okay, great. If I'm not going to build, where do I start? So I would say that I'm, on my point of view, it would be definitely testing. Would you agree with that? Test the current house or a house you might buy? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, if you're a sensitive person, for sure. Well, and I think even if you're not, I mean, one of the, one of the things, if you 
have had your furnace uh, checked recently. Let's just say yeah. you do your, your standard maintenance. Nowadays, they come in with a little box, and they put the box down and go, hey, we're going to test your air for in their air quality. Now, it's becoming more of a habit in that people are more conscious of it since the pandemic. Um, but that's, again, that's more of a generic test. That's not done by a scientist, correct? Right. Although I will say in this home buying environment, I mean, people are buying homes without inspections. They're taking the inspection out of it, which I'm not even talking about necessarily getting it tested by a, you know, a building biologist. They're just foregoing the inspection because the market is so insane Houses are just getting bought for over asking price. And with, I mean, I, I, w- I could never do that. I'm, I'm so glad I'm not looking to buy a home right now in this environment because I think people are just asking for um, a world of problems when they're getting a home. And, but that, that's, that's a, a little, little another layer. But So I don't know that it's, you know, in this environment that it's necessarily... I think I think that would be challenging. Although I think it's an important thing to do because if you are, you know, ultimately if you, if you want a, a healthier home to live in, it's it's good to know where the baseline is or what you're dealing with, because then you know how to solve the problem. Yeah, and I don't know that. Um, in fact, we'll, we'll have a, a realtor on at some point too, if we haven't already in the yeah. in the podcast to talk about Pretty the legalities the, or the the legal piece of whether or not you can ask for if that could be a contributing factor to not buying a house. Um, but even if it's not going to be what will make or break it, ultimately, if you can get, if you're going to do a home inspection, which you absolutely should, I will know you'll never hear me recommend not doing it. I think this environment of not doing home inspections is crazy. Um, or at least having it looked over at on some level of, of a professional, but, um, you can do that alongside with that ask, meaning yep. you, you can bring the home inspector in and then bring in some, someone to test the air quality swabbing ducts. I think the, the one thing that I think it's lost in, you know, it's not just about the air quality. It's about the surfaces. It's about the inside of ductwork. It's about the inside of furnaces. Um, so I, would you recommend that it, it not just be about the air test, that they would do a more in-depth test? And what? Yeah, you definitely get a swab. And what they'll do is they'll, they'll take, I think, the common areas where typically you'll see mold grow. You know, I guess, in, you know, if you have an air conditioner, they'll test where the coils are. And, you know, probably the plenum in the HVAC system. And then, you know, some other various places around the house and see if anything shows up. Yeah. And if it doesn't, I mean, it's, again, it's not an end-all be-all, but it'll definitely give you a good indication, you know, if there's a problem, it, it, it'll, it'll probably show, show itself. I also think it gives you a matrix to compare, right? So the ideal is, let's just say that because of how volatile the home market is right now to buy, there's a lot of people, in fact, I know you're extremely busy with remodeling, you know, and, and and that's because, well, I can't buy a house, right? And we can't find land to build a house. That's another problem with building healthy homes, right? You got to have the land or the land is so expensive right now. It's it's not, it's not, it's cost prohibitive in order for me to build. Um, so you, if you're considering remodeling, that's another, or even if you're not considering remodeling at all, having your house tested to get some kind of baseline to say if any type of improvement that I do, is that contributing to a better, healthy indoor air quality? Think about radon. I mean, so radon has been around, obviously, since the Earth, because it's a, it's a byproduct of de- decomposing rock. But we didn't really start testing for it until, what, 15 years 15, ago? Yeah, I'd 15 say 15 years? or so years ago. Right. So th- we can't smell it. We don't even know it really exists. I mean, but yet somehow it's worked itself into every home sale has to be tested on radon. 
Right. Isn't that isn't that interesting that we're <laughs> that's what we focus on, right? Yeah, well. And 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 you and when you're somehow and now you have a concern for it. You didn't have a concern for it prior, and I think that's kind of what we're getting at with having your home tested, even if you're going to stay in it, um, is to just be aware of what's in the environment, what's currently off gassing, what's currently. If you haven't had your water tested, I mean, would you recommend that or EMF testing? I mean. That can all be done by the biologist, Dave, or is that something that has to be by three different people, like water, yeah, you're, EMF? Yeah, you're talking three different people. I mean, okay. the, our, the, well, the, the building biologist uh, that we use, she has a rela- relationship with someone that comes and does the EMFs. So okay. they kind of, you know, again, work as a team in a sense, but she herself doesn't do it. Um, but, yeah, and then we have another, you know, water purification expert that come and well, for free, go you know test your water because there again, it's not a it's not a one size fits all on water because you know, we've sat through enough of his uh, speeches to know that you know I mean city water is way different than well water and you're trying to solve two different problems in the city. It's it's a lot of chlorine. You don't have that typically in wells. It's dealing more. You know, I know out where I live in Brookfield, it's iron. You know, there's a lot of iron in the water, and so those are two different problems that need to be solved uh, in separate ways. So yeah, yeah. you talk again, it's, it's about, it's not a, you know, just call one person and it all magically happens. It's, it's about, you know, getting a team that understands each piece. And it can be kind of the topic today is all about remodeling and can, and, and why don't we? And I think what it comes down to is uh, it, it's challenging to try and take that on yourself. And I think when, as we're sitting here talking, I'm thinking to myself, well, why is it, I still would be, after hearing this conversation, why would I be inclined to? And I guess I, I wonder if it's because we don't have enough remodelers on board with the idea of healthy. And so you, it's it's hard to, to get someone to talk that language, especially in the remodeling industry. You know, I think home, homeowners can build energy-efficient homes and they can build, you know, electric, you know, solar panel. Like, like there's all kinds of things that homeowner home builders are more apt to look at, indoor pools, things like that. Whereas remodelers, I think they're a little bit more of a rougher crowd that goes, well, I mean, I'm just going to remodel a kitchen. What could I really possibly, you know, offer you and sort of that? And so I don't know that we do a really good job in the remodeling realm to say, we talk about a step beyond green, one, Mm -hmm. every little step helps, but I don't know that we've got a consensus in the remodeling industry that you can make a difference or that you should. Do you, do you agree with that? Yeah. Well, and you know, it it, it certainly, to me, it makes more sense because we, we typically do larger projects anyway, you know, and the more, the bigger the footprint that you uh, are changing, the more you're going to be able to change it. You know, if you're just remodeling a five bay bathroom, can you really have a huge impact on the overall health of, of the house? If that's all you're doing, you know, not as much. I mean, you know, not that it wouldn't be important at least start in that space, but, uh, you know, typically we're doing as a design build firm, you know, we're typically doing larger, uh, addition type projects or, or bigger remodeling projects, whole home remodels, so we can have a bigger influence just because we're we're changing more. So I mean, certainly when you get to that, it it, it makes a lot of sense. And a lot of times with additions, we're also upgrading furnace systems because the footprint is getting bigger, and the existing furnace just can't handle that added square footage. So you know, I know we always say, what is you know? Again, it, it's not a you know one. You do one thing and it and it changes everything, but it. I think we've we've been asked what is what is the the first thing you do to have the biggest impact and that's upgrade the mechanical systems. But again, that in itself will help. 
but you know, for those people that are really looking, uh, you know, chemical sensitive people, that it's not going to be a, a magic, you know, silver bullet that well, you just do this and that everything, all problems are solved. That's it's not. Unfortunately, that's not the way it works. You got to look at uh, a lot of different things. Yeah, and I think when I, th- I think about what you're saying, I think a, a lot of it is think of your exterior of an old home, right? So we think about the siding, we think about the windows, we think about insulation, we think about roofing, right? Those are actually four factors. Now, if you didn't think that through and you just said, well, how did I start to know that I needed to upgrade those things? Well, you started with your furnace that's constantly, you know, it, the AC is not getting cold enough in, the, in this climate or your house isn't getting warm, warm enough. And so intuitively you started with the problem, right? And I think if you get testing done and you know what your factors are, then you can start to have conversations with different trades as you upgrade, right? Right. And, I, and so if you know that you got a high particulate piece in the air, well, now I can work at, well, what's causing that? Maybe it's my flooring. Maybe I got a bunch of carpet that's old and it's pluming and it's grabbing all the stuff. And no matter what I'm doing, I'm just creating an, a nasty part of particulate. And so my HVAC system, I can upgrade that my next time, right? Or, I mean, I, yeah. I, feel, I feel like you can... Without some sort of pathway of knowing what's, or maybe you're fine in your house. Well, I mean, quite so, honestly, you look at it negative. We, we yeah. might not. So that what what you just said kind of kind of spurred an interesting thought in my head. It's something that, you know, we we I think when you, you tend to you tend to have pe- people start to have problems with their homes and maybe they're mold sensitive and they 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 just throw all these different things to try and solve the problem because they talk to one guy and one guy says, oh, you should do this. Another guy said, oh, do this, and this will solve your problem. And it just seems like more times than not, it doesn't work. And that's because you're just we're just blindly throwing darts at a dartboard, which goes back to your thing about getting testing, getting testing done. When you get the testing done by the right person, they will be able to identify what the problem is, where the problem is coming from, and put... Uh, real measures in place to solve those problems. And if you don't have the testing done, again, by the right person, you get, you're just, you're, you're, you're feeling around in the dark. And it's uh, too many people get sucked down that vortex of, you know, hey, we'll just throw some money at it here and, and without actually knowing what the problem is. And it just, it usually... Seen it just it just kind of ends ends not not in a great place. So I'm a true believer in uh, in in seeing where the baseline is to, and to understand where the problem is before we come up with a solution for that problem. And I think this gets back to that mental peace of mind. I think we jump out of remodeling because well, if I start with nothing in a piece of land, Dave, then I can I'm sure I can control it all in order to get to the end. And I think that's why we throw out getting, I mean, kind of full circle in our conversation with why remodeling healthy. Why not? Why don't we? I think it's because we, we needed, we need a start point. And I think why we really touched today on testing is I think that would give you the peace of mind and know this is where we're at in our house. These are the factors that are contributing to my, me not feeling well. Um, or they're going to just give me a peace of mind knowing that my house might be relatively healthy. I mean, it doesn't have to, we always talk in terms of mold sensitivity or EMS, but the truth of it is, is that it may be at a factor currently that's moderate, you know, maybe it's not high, but now you want to make sure you don't push it to the high, the, 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 the high limit. So it, when, 
we should be looking at remodeling. We, for all the kind of the benefits you talked earlier in the conversation um, about, you know, older material, older stock, knowing what we're up against, right? You, you talked about a quicker process. There's less risk involved. Um, I think there's less, it, there might be less cost, but or we're putting the cost into things that can make a bigger difference, right? At the, as opposed to having to, to shell this entire outfit. We know it's going to be drywall remodeling on the inside because we're completely sealed. So we're controlling that environment, right? Yep. Um, and so I, I think it's I think it's, it's it's a critical piece to I think people should start considering remodeling. I think that they can contact Dave uh, and talk that through. And if you're in the Milwaukee area, if not, definitely give Stepion Green a, uh, a call in order to begin that talking of that of that process and talk with with your contractor or your remodeler. I think we've got to spread the word, and I think that's really the critical piece to this is yep. is getting the, the word out that you can do this in remodeling as well as new construction. And then I think you said it. And oftentimes the, it's better. It's better. And it's new construction. I shouldn't say oftentimes. There's yeah. situations that where it can it's, be better. De- it's definitely a better solution. So, yeah. And I think you said it. We can't control Mother Nature. Midwest is just a beast as, a, as far mm, as, yeah. as rain. And then it goes from rain to snow and from snow to 100 degrees humidity you know, or 100% humidity. And so we have all kinds of factors. So specifically in the Midwest, building is actually a, a huge challenge. We're, we're coming up with solutions. Dave is, is definitely the expert in trying to work through that process. Um, but he'll be the first one if you uh, look at a previous podcast that we talked about building uh, the, the challenges to building a healthy home, that he talks all about that kind of challenge. So do you have any final thoughts, Dave, for our listeners out there about remodeling healthy? No, I don't think so. I just I appreciate the opportunity. And I'll, 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 the only thing I will say is that, you know, if you are someone that uh, thinks that the only way they can get themselves you know, a healthy, healthier home to live in is to build new. Yes, that may be ultimately may be what we need to do. But again, I think it's good to weigh all options. And to reiterate, sometimes, you know, remodeling an existing home might be a better solution for you if we can, if you can find the right home with the right bones and, uh, you know, give you a good base plan to work with that uh, then you can, you know, manipulate and, and make it ultimately what you want and need it to be. Excellent, excellent. If you listen to the very first podcast I ever did here for Step Young Green, I talked to you about Angie and her uh, situation. We tried to build a healthy home for her to begin with and ultimately remodeling. So this kind of tails back to e- even during our process of trying to find the perfect solution for her. Ultimately, we were very successful in the remodeling se- sector. So it, it can be done. Um, again, you want a good team behind you. You want good leadership and you want to start by testing either the current home that you're living in if you're going to remodel or the potential of testing the house that you might buy. So with that, thanks thanks again for your time today, Dave. Always a pleasure. Yeah, thanks, Jonathan. Appreciate the opportunity. Step Beyond Green's mission is to create healthier indoor environments for us to live and work in. This is one of the ways that we do this. Please like, subscribe, or share this, as well as leave a comment below about this topic or maybe it's a topic you'd like us to discuss in the future. As always... Stay healthy. We'll see you next time.